Hello and welcome to episode 133 of the 61 IndieCast. My name is Mike Toundro. Tonight I am joined by Kyle Stevenson. Hoi! Justin Hyde. Greetings. And Kelsey with the soup in her mouth. I was going to say, do I have to yell over the soup? Yell with the soup. Yell with the soup. Yell into the soup. Yell over the soup. You got to peer over the soup and yell on over it. Welcome to day one of PAX East coverage. Yay. Yay. Uh, you know the deal. It's very loosey goosey episodes. Uh, you got loosey soupy. Uh, you're gonna have three PAX East episodes dropping on a daily basis throughout the weekend with uh, tales and tribulations of the show floor. Uh, yeah, uh, isn't it trials? It's trials and tribulations. Tales and tribulations. But he's, thought, got, he's got Sonic on the brain. That's fair. It's true. I always have Sonic on the brain. He's working on his Chaos Emerald energy drinks. <laughs> sure, my one of my. Oh no, I only have I only have one Emerald because of the one Celsius. I could just do uh, Celsius flavored Chaos Emeralds. Chaos Emeralds. <laughs> oh my god, that's my alternate name in another universe. Chaos. 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 That's a cool yeah. name. It's not, actually, that's not bad. Caius sounds like someone who would assemble the chaos emeralds. That's what I said. <laughs> I guarantee you in the next five years, <laughs> there'll be a Sonic character named Caius. <laughs> Silver and Caius. Super Hey, so Pax East, we're here. We're in Boston. We are. Yeah. How is everybody feeling? Day one. Very tired. Very yeah, ready, right? Yeah. Tired. I've, I mean, I've played, I think, eight games. I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> Or too little. How dare you? <laughs> but that's what I think. Like, I felt like I saw a lot. I mean, let's start with the like the show floor is nice not day. as big as I thought it was going to be this year. No, it's not as crammed, which is nice. It's a good thing. It's nice, but also I can feel the absence of games. Yeah, I can. Okay. I made a few loops, and like, if it's not like the big Intel and Logitech sure. booths, it's I don't know. I felt personally like there weren't as many games there. Mm. I mean, mm. friend of the show Moises also said that. Yeah, I mean, like the food trucks. That was all games last year. True. 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 I'm of two minds with it. Like I, f- there's a lot more open space to walk. It doesn't feel as packed with people. Yeah. And I do feel the absence of games, but it does seem like there's a lot more of those. Instead of like grand booths, it's like you have tiny yes. slots of Which like. I like. I like that a lot. Yeah. Like everybody has about like. There is, a, like, a, a clearly a maximum booth size. Like, Nintendo has the same size booth as Devolver, for example, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody has the same, like, there's, like, compared to last year with, like, Tiny Build and um, Thunderful, they, like, took up half the fucking floor. Yeah. They definitely did. Which, that I'm not a fan of. Well, it yeah. feels like, maybe just because it's so tall, but it feels like Intel's thing is pretty big. Yeah. Funny, I I have no idea where Intel is. I don't know I how I've walk, missed it all year. past it, like, it's by just, THQ Nordic, by Dead mm-hmm. Oh, fair. Like right in the front? Yeah, I didn't really like stay in that area that much today. Yeah, that's fair. Because I kept gravitating towards the other side, and you're like, Animal Well, embrace yourself. And, and that's the like side that. I haven't even seen yet. Yeah, so exactly. So that's why I feel that. I yeah, I think it's just like, today, like, day one is always like getting our bearings, like, seeing where things are mm-hmm. in the general. Like, Spending I did not. Spending too much money. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I didn't touch Pax Rising today. Uh-huh. I didn't I didn't go like around the walls really except for the right side where like Barry Arms and stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like I haven't really explored much. Fair. Granted, I'm doing a lot of day job stuff as well. Yes, fair. Yes, but, you are. Yeah. I think I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. I've, I think I played five in total today, which is not a lot at all. Uh-huh. But I did a lot of like scouting. There's also the 
media hour turning into anxiety hour for me. Yeah. But, oh my god, our media hour sucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it started great because I got to play uh, two really cool games, which we'll start talking about in a little bit. But then I, I met up with Justin, or we had met up with Justin, and then uh, <laughs> we locked eyes and we're like, yeah, we, we need... Caffeine? We need the, the cells. <laughs> the, the cells. We need cells the cells. The, cells. the cellites need the cells. <laughs> now, question. Answer. Sure. Answer. Uh, is there also bang energy? It's, uh, so what, every year do they change? I don't know. Here's the thing, which is absolutely wild. I was talking to Mike two days ago, whenever like whenever I came to your house. So two, two nights ago? Uh, yeah. 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 And it was crazy to me that he jumped on Reigns, and I jumped on Reigns. We didn't communicate this. No, Reigns I did not. Oh. Just Celsius. It was Monster to Celsius. Okay, then I lied. He went to my... Fucking <laughs> liar. We were bang boys. And, <laughs> and then we, yeah, yeah. we parted ways. And we came back in the Celsius train. And yeah. Bang Boys was forced upon us by Circumstance. having, yeah, by yeah. having to drink Bang. And it's just crazy that we both end up. We were banged on into Celsius. a corner. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! But uh, yeah, we went on to Celsius, and we came here, and they didn't have anything but Celsius. And I was like, "What are the chances?" Yeah. Of this? yeah. Also, some guy told us it'd be five minutes for him to open up. Okay. His yeah. Stand. Can we talk about this for a second? So, I think it was not. But so media hour is nine thirty to ten o'clock in the morning. Right. Correct. Uh, awful that it's not every day. I wish it was every day. It was a media well, hour, but it's only nine Thursday. To 10. Yeah, nine a.m. to ten. You said nine thirty. Well, no, we, he said nine to ten. Yeah. I at nine thirty. At nine thirty. My apologies. <laughs> so at nine thirty, we, uh, me and Justin were like, okay, we need to, Maybe we need we're to, all losing it. <laughs> we need to caffeinate up. So we went to our usual little cafe spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like right by the entrance. That's where the Bang Boys were born. <laughs> it was at conception. Uh, and I saw on the menu that it said Celsius, and I was fucking stoked. Um, and we look where the drinks are. No fucking Celsius. And I asked the lady, and she says something. She did not want to deal with my <laughs> shit ass. Uh, my shit ass. <laughs> I don't think she anybody wanted to deal with. No. Life um, was grumpy boy. She pointed in the, some general direction, so me and Justin just went to wander. <laughs> um, and we eventually came across the bigger, uh, what's it called? Wicked Goods? Wicked Goods Bakery? I think. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Um, and we spotted the Celsius. That was after we wrapped around the other side. Oh, yeah, of we the went way. the long she way just, also. She, she was just like, pointed. We were like, where can we get Celsius? And she just pointed into the distance. Yeah. No words. <laughs> we were like, okay, sure. Went that way, nothing. Yeah, and then we found a lot of Celsius. We did, we did, but the problem was Justin went to go grab it, or we we just it felt like we were like we were Ralphie in the in a Christmas story, and we were just window shopping and they just dreaming. Faces pressed up against the cooler <laughs> because somebody was like, "I sh- this fucking guy," and God bless him, he's doing his job, whatever. Like, let's say Kyle, you are me and Justin, and I am I am the cooler. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So let's you say like he is appliance. You see how like where do I go? You see how like the label is not facing you? Yeah. Every single drink this man was like just need to For audio listeners, Mike is slowly turning the label to outwards. Yes. Containers. I mean that's proper stocking technique. But for every fucking drink. See, I wasn't even pissed about Guess that. Guess what? I don't care. I I understand that Aquafina is in the cooler. I don't need to see it. And my thing is like I I, I get it. That's your job. I get it, yeah. But he was like, we'll be open in just, quote unquote, just well, a minute. Just so a me, minute. me and him are sitting in the back by the escalators, just waiting, like, patiently. And we're, and, sta- we're staring at the box. I was going to say. And somebody else walks up, glaring. and they go to buy something. He's like, mm-hmm. 
Cool. Oh, oh this is what, yeah, 7-Eleven at first. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, five, five minutes pass, and we eventually give up. We're like, okay, let's just go back. So, this was, so I said we went up at 9.30. This is at 10 o'clock now, and the expo hall is open. Everybody's going in. So we're like, fuck Kelsey it. Kelsey's panicking because there's yeah. crowds, and I can't find my husband. And we were just like, fuck it. Let's just go back on the floor. We're wasting time. And then we get stuck behind all the crowds, and we ask so many people. We're like, hey, listen, is there any other media entrance, like anything? He's like, no, you got to wait in the queue now. We're like, okay. So we're like, all right, fuck it. We're waiting by the fucking Celsius place again. And then we're waiting. This is like 10, 15, I guess, at this point. Yeah. Keep in mind, it's been like 20 minutes since this guy said, yeah, just a minute. No, more than that. It was like, eh, yeah, like, I would say like 30 almost. 9.50? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, no, this is after the, oh, we asked around 9.50 because yeah, yeah, we yeah. did the giant loop. Yeah. Yes. Um. So we go back and then we're just waiting again, staring at them as they're like doing the same thing that they did with the drinks with the fucking bags of chips now. <laughs> like making sure there's no creases in the chips. Mm. Um, and then somebody walks up and I guess they go to grab something and then we overhear, oh, we open at 11 o'clock. Which is like, why? The show floor opens at Yeah, 10. that's what I said. Because, like, there are people here now that need food and drink. Yeah, uh-huh. There are fiend fiends. And you're not supplying. I forgot to say, in between that, uh, as we were walking towards the crowds, I pull up my phone to start Uber Eatsing monsters and stuff to the Westin. But then it would have been like a half hour, so we're like, ah, fuck it. It's probably not yeah. worth it. Then, yeah. And then we walk back and find out it's going to be. Like a, a half hour yeah, another before half hour. they opened, we're like, God damn it. And then we gave up, and then we eventually went back. Yeah, I just got a bunch of coffee. Yeah. Hey, shout out to that person being dedicated. Oh, too dedicated. And then by the end of the day, I don't know. There's a big update for you. Huh? The fucking our normal place has them now. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but also, Mike's first can of Celsius, somebody smacked it out of his hand. <laughs> yeah, somebody smacked it out of yeah, my fucking I heard hand. About this. And, and they like laughed. laughed. And they, they laughed at me. Villain. It's like fucker. This is the villain this is origin like story. Somebody I packed. Yeah, some fucking gamer. Wait, so they just like <laughs> booked you essentially? Like yeah, pretty much. Damn. Was what? it was it an accident? I don't they, think they like act, like actively like smacked like, oh, it on my hand. There's Mike fucking Tanjiro. I like, hate that dude. This fucking guy was fucking. He's Mike Tanjiro. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, they start laughing. You should have. And of course, I was like, at my limit. I'm like. I just start, like, my volume going up. I'm like, that was not fucking funny. Uh-huh. It's not fucking funny. I don't know why you're laughing. We were not having it. It was a very tense morning. Yeah. The, very yeah. tense start to Paxi's. That was great. Meanwhile, they, I'm, like, yeah. freaking out the entire time underneath my skin. I'm just, like, <laughs> <laughs> hyperventilating on the inside. That lobster roll was pretty good. And this oh, is yeah. also, I didn't, I told you all this already, but I, I fell asleep. I was so tired when we got in that I went to go to sleep. Didn't even plug my phone in because I passed out with it in my hand. So I woke up with my phone on like 20%. I was like, I need this all day. So, yeah. Anxiety. Any great morning. A cup of orange butter. Orange butter. No, thank you. Are you sure that that's butter? I am because I poured it on my lobster roll. Is it juicy? <laughs> it's buttery. <laughs> it looks more liquidy than butter. <laughs> it's liquid butter. Yeah, it's fucking like melted butter. Is it hot? It's warm. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. I'm very specific about my <coughs> your orange butter. butter. My orange butter. Your orange oh, butter. Okay. Got it. If we were speaking of like warm things, if we could go back a little bit before Paxi's, me and Kelsey spent sixty dollars on a very mediocre breakfast in the hotel. I don't know why mm-hmm. you guys did that. We didn't. We didn't know it was gonna be sixty dollars. I know. But like, it's insane. You know, also, it was know. kind of Mike's fault 
because he moves so, seats. So, I so I, me and Kelsey are staying at the Yotel. Nope. <laughs> the Yotel Motel. The Yotel Motel Holiday. But by the way, the rooms are not called rooms; they're called cabins. Oh, the, um, so we're in a cabin. Right now. Oh, um, sky cabin. So this morning, I woke up a little too early. I showered early, and I decided to like go downstairs to work on the panel stuff because. I'm two days away from this uh, record panel that I'm hosting. I haven't done shit for it yet. <laughs> um, so I get down there at like 7 o'clock. I found I see one of the couches are open. So I sit on the couch, pull up a little table, start doing some work on my laptop. And I have to use the restroom at some point. I get up with my laptop because I don't want to leave my laptop. Yeah. Use the restroom. When I come back, somebody took the couch. And all that was left were the tables, like the... To, I guess for the restaurant. Uh-huh. Now, why didn't you use the other couch? <clears throat> Somebody was on it. Oh, okay. Multi- uh-huh. There's yeah, mul- there's multiple people in this hotel. Wow. In this hotel. The um, couch. What about the Holiday Inn? We don't speak of them. <laughs> you got the hotel. You got the yeah. hotel. Um, That's where we're at. So, <laughs> <laughs> I sat down. I started doing work, and then the waitress, like the main person working in the morning, just brought me a menu. Waitress works. Yeah, waitress. <laughs> well, she's like waitress bartender. I mm. was sure. Um, hostess. And she goes, she's like, oh, you want anything? I was like, yeah, I'll take an orange juice. And <laughs> no then she's like, oh, you ready to order? I was like, yeah, I'll get a Belgian waffle. That'll be twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, close. Well, so the Belgian waffle, I think, was like 20 bucks, right? It was 15 For a single waffle? Yeah. How well, big is this waffle? It was, so, it was a maple syrup infused waffle. I don't care if it's infused with platinum. <laughs> I want a $20 waffle. <laughs> So yeah, and then Kelsey, what, you got bacon and eggs? Yeah, with toast and potatoes. The potatoes were pretty good. They were spicy. Were they potato infused? <laughs> they were spicy infused. So yeah, like, the fucking Mike's waffle. two orange juices came to $8. <laughs> Jesus. It's all right. It's I, me spending $22 on a single beer and a plate of fries at the West End. Oh my God, and, yeah, that's I mean, when we got back to the hotel, I got wa- two waters and two Gatorades for $17. Jesus. And then I was like, that's uh, abnormal. Uh, let me see how much the Gatorade is at the convention center. $5 for a Gatorade. I mean, at that point, it's just Haterade, right? 1,000%. Yeah. My muscles need it. <laughs> no, $5 is a lot. Yeah. Your muscles worth $5? With a lot more, Justin. It's food, food's a lot here. Everything's a lot here. Yeah. Anyways, it's been great. <laughs> That's it. We didn't play the games. That was it. That was it. Yeah, That's that, been that day, was day one. <laughs> day one Celsius. Uh, no, but it's it's been fun so far. It's been great seeing everybody. Yeah. And just you know, obviously, yeah. it's always just like a big like family reunion. These kind of things, which yeah. is always family. always nice. Especially PAX East in particular feels like a nice mm-hmm. homecoming mm-hmm. kind of thing for everybody. Um. So yeah, should we talk about some stuff we played? Sure. Who wants to talk about something first? Yeah, I'll go first. Sure. I took, unlike you and Justin, Yeah. I used my media hour. I used half the media hour. No, I know, I know. I used the media half hour. Uh, I'm sorry, audio listeners, I have to wash my hands. I wanted to uh, immediately go and play Pacific Drive. Yeah. Which is the, uh, I think it's Ironwood Studios. Sure. Um, it got shown off at, uh, was it a state of play? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, or like one of the tweet thread things. Yeah, my favorite um, things. It's kind of hard to describe your car, and you have to take care of it while you're exploring the landscape of the Pacific Northwest 
and figure out what's going on with like all these anomalies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Anomalies. Anomalies. That's right. Like amoebas in the sky. This is and, interesting. Uh, <laughs> as you're going, the like uh, there's like lightning storms that happen randomly and um, things popping up out of the ground to block your way, and you have to swerve. And they're all like um, organic, I guess. Squishy. Which is another word, better word that's probably better suited there. Biomech? Vegan? No, no, not instantaneous. Spontaneous? Spontaneous. There it is. I was getting Wow, there. organic, uh, spontaneous, very different words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they just, like, happen randomly. Um, and the, the thing that I didn't really dig was in the passenger seat is the map. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to, like, move it, like, into the windshield. Sure. So I had to have the camera to see where I was going in the passenger seat and missing what's in front of you because sure. there's tons of things that are in the way so yeah. you got to be on your your a game to like maneuver around uh the thing that i really loved about it is the dual sense mm. oh so you played it on ps5 i played it on ps5 okay it felt really cool yeah uh everything about it like when you're using the blowtorch to kind of like repair the car it you can feel like the the rumble of the blowtorch going driving feels mm. good uh when the anomalies happen, you get a nice little rumble and you feel like the tension. Mm. Um, I had this this weird like tentacle thing following me. It was like War of the Worlds kind of thing. And oh, I was cool. trying to like, you know those sticky things you throw on the wall, like the, the yeah, sticky like the lace germ things. Yeah, things. Sticky, yeah. That's kind of what it was. Just trying to like stick to the car. Oh, that's cool. And mm. pull you in, but you have to like obviously you have to try to drive away and whatnot. How does the driving feel? Well, I think it's because they give you a really crappy car to start. Okay. It felt like a crappy car. Sure. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I didn't get to talk to them because their booth lost power after 15 minutes. Oh, wow. That sucks. And Jeez. I thought I broke the demo. And I look over, and our friend uh, Luke and his wife Claire were also playing. <laughs> I go, Luke, did you break it? <laughs> did I break it? And he's like, no, the, this was not how it was supposed to happen. Um, so, immersive gameplay. <laughs> exactly. So they were very rightfully so scrambling to fix it, so I didn't get to ask any follow-up questions. I'm hopefully going to go back and play it again to give it like an actual fair shot. Fair shot. So yeah. you, you said that a lot of it is like it's split between the anomalies and then taking care of the car? Yeah, so as you're traversing the things that happen, you have to get out and fix your car. Okay. Are you just like see. repairing the vehicle, or is this yes. kind of like Forza? Like what to what depth? I don't like is... doing this in real life. Like, do you have to get an oil change and shit? No. Okay, good. But you do actually have to like turn the key to the car to start it. And I like drive. that. Are you like changing tires? Yes. Like fixing you, valves. You are you are um, gathering scrap and breaking down scrap that you find. So you're getting out of the car and exploring. You are. Bodies. Okay. And uh, you're using that scrap to build new car doors. Or a hood of a car, or anything that you are missing that is completely damaged. Right. Like that that Re- sticky thing ripped the, the passenger door off my car. So Ooh. eventually, I'm gonna have to find either a new door, car door, or a tarp, <laughs> or a tarp, or something to make it. But I, again, the demo ended, so I didn't really get to try any of that stuff. Right. But I know from the trailers, that's kind of what yeah. you have I'm to do. Cu- I'm curious how that dynamic works. I wonder if you can like upgrade the vehicle. and like, You 1,000%, I believe, can. That's actually really interesting. You 1,000%, I believe, can. 1,000%, <laughs> I think, maybe. Possibly. Maybe? There's a 100% chance that it's possibly doable. Yeah, but it's, uh, it, it's a cool time. And right. it's got, like, um, uh, 
Why is it is organic the first word that pops in my head? I mean, I'm trying to talk about the radio, and organic is popping in. Authentic. But the, there it is. Boom. Authentic uh, radio, where it feels like it's the local news stations. Oh, that's cool. And it's just kind of in the background, playing some music, but like it's not prominent. Like right. But it's cool. It's a cool vibe. Nice. I dig it a lot. Hell yeah. Uh, if I may backtrack for a second, yeah, uh, no. forgot to mention like, hey, thank you for all the love with the showcase. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's been a long day, the long couple done. days, uh, but we love and appreciate you all. Absolutely, uh, keep keep sharing it around. Keep you know, watch the interviews that are up on the site. I know those are kind of like might be missable, but yeah, there's eight developer interviews up on the site, slash showcase um, and yeah, most of the demos, like we said in the post show, are or most of the games are playable in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah, go check this out. Keep stopping us on the show floor; it's pretty fun. No, yeah. How we... about you just stop me once? <laughs> you, you keep stopping, Kelsey. I'm like, stop. I was also I'm in that show. You. <laughs> yeah, it's you been. You gotta a... get a well, tomorrow, haircut and color. No, no, no. Tomorrow, I'm wearing the same flannel. Okay. That I'm in the video. Okay. If nobody stops me. <laughs> I mean, nobody, I'm going home. I mean, okay, hear me out, though. I brought our buzzer. Your what? Our buzzer. I give you a haircut. No. Mm. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Okay, the options You're on the You're already giving me a tattoo at some point. That's true. Yeah. Options on the table, though. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's really cool that people have been stopping me and Kelsey and, like, giving us kudos over the showcase. <laughs> yeah. It's been uh, surreal. It's yeah, weird. it's cool. So what happens when you crush it. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Um... I would like to talk about Angerfoot from Devolver. No. Okay. I would like to I mean, <laughs> is Angerfoot about my feet right now? Because oh they're my God, certainly yeah. angry. They're, they're big angry. <laughs> uh, the Vans uh, wavies saving my peeps. Oh, yeah? Your peeps? My yeah, peeps. My peeps are feeling great. My back, not so much, yeah. but my peeps. Oh, yeah, his back is rough. Yeah. Um, Angerfoot from Devolver. I forgot the developer name. It's the same developer as Terra Nil. Yeah, Kyle's looking it up for me. Which was uh, also there. Yeah, which was also there, which I think comes out this week, which is really cool. I, oh. I feel like Terranil's been like in the ether for fucking like years, and it's finally coming. Um, if you recall... Free Lives. Free Lives, thank you. And they did a third game recently as well. They've been fucking on fire lately. Um, Angerfoot is the game that was showed during the Devolver uh, E3 showcase last year. First person kicking game. You are going door to door. You're kicking down doors and you're fucking footing the alligator people. What? Yeah, this game fucking rules. The game slaps so hard. Dude, I gotta. I didn't even Wait, know this existed. So it is free lives. Okay, because it's not on their site. Oh, yeah. interesting. General um, jousting is. Didn't know they yes, did that. Yes. Oh. That's, that's the other one. And Broforce and Gorn. And Broforce, yeah. And yeah, they're developing a Broforce sequel as well. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. yeah. They're, they're very busy. busy. Um. Kyle, what if I told you this game is essentially first-person Hotline Miami? I would believe you. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That sounds sick. It's really good. I need to play this. It's very run-based. Um, it's level-based, but like it does the Hotline Miami thing where you get hit once, you die, you start from the beginning of the level. And yeah, you just have to make it from point A to point B, and there are a bunch of just alligator men uh, stopping you, and you have to just kick them, kick them out of the way. The alligator men sells it for me. Is it as like a big thing for Hotline a big thing for me with Hotline Miami was like I call it like aesthetical chaos. Like it's just like so stimulating. It's there's not it's not like busy. It's not crazy like Hotline Miami. Like right. where with Hotline Miami, for example, like you there's like twenty guys and you just see every you see the entire map at once. Right. 
with Angerfoot, it's very since it is a first person thing where you you only see what's in front of you. Obviously, like mm-hmm. you don't know what's behind the next door. So like you kick a door in, and like there will be like an alligator man in front of that door. You kick the door, he's just flying to the fucking wall. He's out. I love it. But then like there there's guys just like around different corners, so you get caught at any moment, and like you just won't really know what happened. Um, there's like I, at one point in the first level, there's you kick down a door, and there's like five of these fuckers in there, and they're all just chasing you down. And yeah, you have to really um kind of play with distance to make sure you don't get caught like if you get caught like you'll see like they start winding up if you're not kicking fast enough if you're, if you're not like reactionary yeah um you will get caught and have to restart the level nice. the great thing is that it's not like uh like you're not playing a level for 15 minutes or anything it's very like i think i beat like when i beat the first level i think i beat it in like two minutes or okay. something if that um so it's nice and quick kyle stevenson six million beats how does the kicking feel? Feels great. All right, good. Uh, I just I just did not want to stop kicking. Is it like a meaty kick? It's just a nice like. Is cool. it is it like the same kick? Is there a different kick? Same is kick. It, is it based just off a like, straight fucking kick in the center of the it's screen? Just one like kick. The, yeah. This is Sparta kind of like. Kind of yeah. So it's not based off like a fighting style or anything. No it's just, no. You're just it's, kicking fuckers. Yeah, it's very arcadey. I like so awesome. Kicking yeah. fuckers. That's yeah. the sequel right there. <laughs> Hard to. Explain, I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. You know, like, when you hit an attack, like, if you, you press an input to attack, you can still kind of move and it feels, like, floaty, kind mm-hmm. of, or, like, you slide into it a little bit, you, you still have momentum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that, and I like that a lot. Okay. So, like, you don't, like, when you hit kick, like, you're not stuck standing still, like, you can still move around a little okay. bit. So, I found myself, like, kicking while still moving forward, so I could, like, either get guys before they start winding up or I see them winding up, I'll kick and while mm-hmm. I'm moving backwards, like catch them on like while I'm moving yeah, back so I, mm. so I can avoid an attack. Do you find that there's like an inertia thing? Like does running forward and kicking someone send them further or like do you hit less hard if you're backing up and doing it? No, nothing like that. Okay. Um, they do ragdoll, which I, I really appreciate. Is there a but roundhouse? No, it's literally just a one kick. Oh man. Um, I know... Like a boot to the face. I, I only <laughs> played the first level um... Because I really want the Celsius, um, <laughs> but I know like from trailers and stuff like you can pick up weapons eventually and stuff. Sweet. Um, and it does. Uh, it reminds me of Smash Brothers, like how at the end of a Smash Brothers classic match, like you get the rundown of all the points, like you like taunted, you n- no smashes, no items, stuff like that. Yeah, it does that kind of roundup. So I got like bonus points for only using kicks. Oh, sweet. Hmm. Yeah, and it like ranks you and stuff like that. That's cool. sick. It's really fun. Um, I think the demo is on Steam. I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure though. Um, I know you could play the, like the pre-Devolver version on itch.io. They, there's like a game jam oh. version, which I want to check out one of these days, just out of curiosity. Yeah. 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 Angerfoot rules. It's it's really cool. I'm gonna have to check that out. You tomorrow. rule. Thanks. Uh, yes, demo is on Steam. Oh, it is. Okay, it's probably the same demo. Nice. Uh, while we're in Devourer Land, Kelsey, you want to talk about the Cult of the Lamb uh, update? So I played. Uh, it's an update or it's DLC? It, free DLC. Okay, what? I played a solid three minutes of it. Sure, Relics of the Old Faith. I think Relics it's of the Old yeah. Faith, which fantastic name. It's a good name. Um, yeah, I played all of three minutes of it, but I very much that's all I really needed. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna play the hell out of it anyway, um, but. It was just, it was very cool. I love it. Um, it makes a lot of jokes on itself, 
it was very impressive watching What that. is the update? I don't entirely know. Okay. There's, there's, More cults. It looks like there's a couple different things going on. Like there's like your settlement improvements. I didn't get any of that. Uh, there's a photo mode. Didn't know that was a thing, so I didn't, I didn't try. Um, but there's also, you get the relics, and they're kind of like power-ups. Um, and when they're explaining them, they make fun of the card system. Where they're like, oh, well, these are, these are tangible items, not, like, just silly cards. Um, they just, you know, they're power-ups that help you do different things. Uh, my favorite one was uh, make, Major Big. Major oh, just really? A big lamb running yeah. around. Um, but there's, like, some that are, like, they're fragile where you can only use them once. Big lamb. <laughs> um, and then, like, there's others that aren't fragile. I don't know how many times you can use them. I used one at least twice, and then I got the big lamp power up, and I just went crazy. Um, and then I died three minutes in and got very embarrassed. Did you get to do any of the, like, uh, village building stuff? No. Okay. I, I wonder if they added new stuff to that. I'm trying well. to find the... I so feel like they tweeted it recently. Like, all the details. Watching the trailer... It looks like they have new, like buildings, new buildings and stuff like the tents for your cultists, uh -huh. your followers. Um, like you can put three people in a tent now. Also, it's kind of like a year. that the lamb was there. I don't believe it. I didn't see him. I watched him. Kelsey didn't believe that the the lamb mascot was there. I was looking for this lamb. A I, I thought it was a statue. I passed I the Devolver booth so many times <coughs> just looking for this lamb. I didn't even see the lamb by the Devolver booth. Yeah, same. I think they were walking to the bathroom. I, they were just walking around. Wait when a I, minute. I, when I saw it, they were Lambs standing in a corner. Lambs use human bathrooms? Listen, if you're a cult leader, you can go wherever you want. Okay, sure. Yeah. I just want to take a picture with myself kneeling like this to the <laughs> lamb. It'll happen. Praising the lamb. We'll find it tomorrow. Praise the um, lamb. Yeah, I, I didn't... When I started the demo, it just dropped you right into the, okay. like, the... One of the rooms? One of the rooms. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, watching the video on the, on the booth, which, again, kudos to Devolver for those booths. Always looking like a pain in the ass to set up. But looking beautiful. Um, watching the video was very explanatory. Like the photo mode looks so funny, right, Mike? Yeah, it looks great. Like you could put like just goofy cartoon stickers, um, just little words on there. Somebody put angel wings on the lamb. That game is like crazy pretty. I didn't realize it. I, I don't know, know if I it was love the, the art style. I don't know if it was like the monitor they had it on, or if the game is just like raw like that. But it That's was like funny. they went into photo mode, and I was sitting there looking at the monitor. I was oh, like. Cool. Like Decker and uh, Blade Runner, <laughs> just like all the light like shining yeah. on me. I was like, "This is so beautiful." Now it's so good. I can't find it. They like tweeted out an image, like breaking down everything that was in there. But somebody, it's did. substantial. I know there there's two updates coming. There's Relics of the Old Faith, which I think focuses on the dungeon crawling aspect, and then there's another one coming in a couple months that focuses on the like base building stuff. Yeah. The, the but it stuff. looked like there's like there's that still trailer. there's still there's both, but. Oh, and it looked like in the video with the sacrifices, 
I don't know how it's working. It looks like, you know, somebody that you're sacrificing can fight the Yeah, can like fight back. And then have like a black cloak on. Oh, interesting. Also, I think it's a good point to ask everyone at home what you've been asking everybody uh, to uh, meet yes. here. And yeah, you can put question, in the comments or for tweet at us. Yeah, yeah please tweet, tweet at us. us. Um, the question of the weekend so far is, would you be a good cult leader? It doesn't have to be like Not suicide cult. cult or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's a Wait, was death it option. Leader or follower? Leader. leader. Would you be a good cult leader? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would that not. Really, I think yeah. I would not because, like... Any slight issue, things are going off the rails. I'm breaking down. Yeah, I improvise. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's half of leadership. I'm crying in the corner. I said I would be a good cult leader. I think I would be. I think i certain I think things. Be a good one. I'm going to do it. Oh, it's boy. Justin. It's, it's uh, 9 10. We have a podcast. I got a piece to write. <laughs> I think you said he had a pee. He was like, I got a piece to a piece. Happy Easter. Easter. Easter, Easter, Easter Sunday, baby. Easter Sunday. Ah, my knee just popped. Did uh, your mother go to the house <laughs> today? Uh, I don't know why. Because my mother just texted me that the fountain is full. Oh. It was not full when we left, no. unless Harley figured out how to fill the fountain. Maybe. Pick it up. Carry I guess she it to did go. I don't know. I told her Friday, Saturday, not. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Justin, what'd you play today? So, I played. So. So. No. Um. So, yeah, I played Get Caffeine. I played a game called Animal Well. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Animal, animal Well, baby. Aminal? Aminal <laughs> Well. No, it's um, Animal Well. It's developed by Shared Memory, published by Big Mood. And Donkey's publisher, which happy to report if we, before we get into Animal Well. Yeah. Um, chatted with some of the devs today. Apparently, that the relationship with – because we we brought up concerns about yeah. Donkey doing it. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's like fantastic so far. Like right. they're they're doing all the right things. Donkey Donkey and his people are being super supportive. That's what I want to hear. Yep, I'm happy to be proven wrong. I'm happy Good. to be, yeah. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, so this game caught my eye from a distance. Um, anybody that knows me love knows that I love Animals. really bright, like neon aesthetic, and I saw this from like hundreds of feet away on the monitor. <laughs> I was like bright light. Ooh, that's like a fly to the electrical thing. Yeah, and I got there. I expected to see, you know, you see neon colors and bright lights and stuff like that. You immediately think, oh, this must be like something cyber related or like crazy Blade Runner type stuff. Mm -hmm. And to my surprise, when I got to the screen, it was a mystical forest. I was like, what am I looking at? This is incredible. Um, I had an appointment, so it pulled me away from it. I wasn't able to play it right then and there. Mm. Came back, ended up playing it, spoke to, um, I believe his name was Bill. I could be mistaken. I'm terrible with names. I hate it. It's my worst character flaw. I think it's Ben. Ben? <laughs> Ben's the lead dev- developer. Oh, you're the, other, the marketing to, guy. Yeah, the marketing guy. I met him also. I, th- I think it is Bill. Uh, it is that? No, it's Dan. Dan? Dan. <laughs> it's Dan. Oh my god. I take notes. I'm sorry, Dan. If I you're listening to Bill. this. I think it's Bill. Yeah, no, Bill. you know what? Let me check that out. It's Dan. I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> I'm terrible with names. Anyways, this game's awesome. Um, there's no combat in it at all, which surprised oh. me. Yeah. Um, they describe it as a Metroidvania, nope. but with no combat, which is like confusing to me because mm-hmm. I feel like combat is part of a Metroidvania, but it's exploration focused and you play as this little blob, like this bud that gets, bud, bud, yeah, bud. like you literally start by budding out of this plant and you like hop out of it and there's no like, that's how I was born. Same. Actually, I just crawl out of a hole. 
Don't talk about Don't talk about Wow, like that? Oh, guys. Mama hide. I'm sorry. Put on a shirt. I crawled out of a hole when I was born. The Death Stranding thumbs up. But it's cool because without combat, you would imagine that it's just like a platform exploration thing, which it is, but there are NPCs in it that are hostile to you. So it creates a feeling of defensivelessness, if that's a word, defensivelessness, and... Defenselessness. Yeah, defenselessness, sure. Yeah, I don't defenseless. Know. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Um, oh, you're wrong. I know. <laughs> but it's cool because it gives you this feeling of, like, being defenseless as this newborn, new-butted thing that doesn't really get contextualized at all. There's not really narrative, there's not really dialogue, it's not telling you a lot. You're just exploring this neon forest and kind of making sense of it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of platforming going on. There's a lot of exploration. There's secret paths that are hidden. And the thing about it is everything is bright, but it's also extremely dark at the same time, if that makes sense. Can I compare it to something very specific? And I hope you agree with me. Go ahead. It looks like a light bright. It does. Oh, that's yeah. a great you know way to describe it. And like we've seen this game like yes. from a distance. Like PlayStation has put like a little bit of the backing yeah. towards it, and like we fell in love with it right away uh-huh. during one of those bullshit fucking PlayStation Twitter live things. things. Yeah. But yeah, like the images on Twitter and like just what you see on the PlayStation blog don't really portray how gorgeous this game is in action. If we're comparing it to old toys, it also reminds me of. Do you remember the black like vinyl that you would draw on? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it still like, exists. Does it? it yeah. It's weirly it. enough. I think like Crayola I didn't even think they existed at all. I thought it was just like a sh- gimmick TV commercial. <laughs> you thought it was a <laughs> but um, yeah, it's really cool because all everything is like detailed and outlined in that type of like bright neon. But most of the screen is just shadows and like shades of grays and blacks, which gives like again this feeling of like you're being encroached upon by the forest, even though it's bright and beautiful. It feels mysterious and dangerous. And because everything is backdropped with, like, black and shadow and all this stuff, the secret paths really are, like, secrets. There were moments where I was, like, beating my head against the wall. I was like, what am I supposed to do? I know that this ability is meant to do this, but I don't have it. Am I trapped? Do I backtrack? Like, what's going on? And you eventually accidentally, like, fall into a hole, and all of a sudden it lights up, and you're like, okay, I guess I'm going this way. So you're literally just, like, traversing through this neon forest, not knowing anything, and it's... I don't know. It's like this beautiful experience. It's really calm, but it's also really like tense yeah. without being nerve wracking. Mm. To get a little more into the nitty gritty, the um, the platforming feels fantastic. It's nice and tight. Yeah. It's great. I love like you were saying, like the hidden paths and stuff. Yeah, it's obscure but not obscure enough. Like it's still like kind of it doesn't so- like signpost. Like it's not really holding your hands, but like not at all. It kind of just naturally leads you to like an obscure corner somewhere and like accidentally you'll discover like a hidden path and like the, the wall goes like translucent and you see uh-huh. like a like a little yeah hidden pathway um just to mention there's no combat but there you can pick up things like uh i think it's firecrackers you pick yeah. up so like there's a puzzle where i kept dying at the motherfucker because like well, I, you have to crank the thing. i thought like you had to lead him away so you had enough time That's to, exactly to crank the thing <laughs> So I kept doing that, but then eventually, like, you, the puzzle is, like, you have to find three switches to open a door, uh, and the switches are kind of, like, scattered around in the different areas, and, um, I thought one of them were behind a gate, like, essentially a platform that you have to crank a a lever for, and then it raises the platform, but there was this, like, ghost motherfucker that was, like, chasing you around, and every time that you try to crank it, he'd kill you, he'd get you, um, 
That's what they teach in Sunday school. Yeah, every time you're cranky, they'll get you. They'll get you. God. <laughs> no, no, God fucking. Yeah, no, no. Um, uh, Christ. Uh, <laughs> so, I, yeah, we kept, like, trying to lead him away. So there was enough time to do the crank. But then eventually you, you find your way through. Once you open the gate, you discover firecrackers. Yeah. And you, could, you don't throw the firecrackers at the enemy. You kind of just throw them on the floor, they explode, and then, like, the enemy will freak out and he'll go away. So, like, there's no, like, direct attacks, but there's tools to kind of... Which, again, is, like, crazy because it plays with the... There's so much, like, use of, like, light and dark in the aesthetic, in the presentation of the game. Like, the firecrackers light up. Obviously, they're firecrackers, but the way that it, like, pulsates, like, light pastel so hues... Cool. And, like, because this thing is, like, for lack of a better descriptor, it's kind of like a 16-bit ghastly that, like, these shadows... Yeah, it's that are so fucking cool. But it, like, doesn't, like, blow it up. It just dissolves into the light. And it's, it's crazy. And, like, the animals, apparently, according to um, Dan... Dan, not Bill. Dan. Not Ben. Dan. Not Ben, not Bill. Dan. Yeah. Uh, according to him, Dan, uh, <laughs> that some of the animals might be hostile. Again... I didn't get to a point where, like, you might have to attack them or, like, lure them away with anything. It was, he, a, it was a timed 10-minute demo that they just oh, okay. let you. Yeah. But he did mention that they might be upset by external factors, whether that's something that you're doing or something that's going on in the environment. And I found that to be interesting because it's... He said that <laughs> the game itself requires thinking. Like, it, it wants you to examine these environments and critically think about ways to solve puzzles that you're presented with or the issues that you're presented with like the animals or like me and Mike trying to figure out how to having the same idea to try and get around yeah. the 16-bit <laughs> ghastly and it's it's really really cool he was also mentioning because it's so exploration focused and it's plays so well with like its lights and shadows that he they were implementing secrets that they intend will take years yeah. for the community to yeah. actually uncover together. That was like something that came up during that first PlayStation block thing where yeah. like there's multiple it does the near thing where there's multiple endings and apparently like there's something that he doesn't suspect will be discovered for like years. Which is wild. That could that be good or bad in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it But at least it won't be like something like I, I bet it's something like not minor but like, sort of what, spoilers for Inscription, lightly, kind of what Inscription does, like, with the, the whole... AR stuff? The AR stuff, yeah. Right. Um, like, I don't think it's going to interrupt the... Like, I don't think it'll take away from the game. I think it'll only enhance it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, it keeps it true to itself. It's not, like, yeah. I like... That is one thing I do like, is where you'll see a lot of people make creative decisions based off certain things, where this doesn't feel like they're making decisions based off any external factors. They're just like, this is going to be this game through and through, and we don't care. And I like that. I think, like, this game is unapologetically itself, and I dig that a lot. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and when the, you were talking about kind of, like, uh, just, like, how, like, the ghastly, for the lack of a better term, yeah. looks. Um, when the firecracker goes off, uh, it kind of looks like an explosion in Geometry Wars. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. it has, like, that kind of, like, effect to it. There's a great, like... Um, it's sort of like a, a the fuck am I trying to like the the TV like the retro TV effect like the filter yeah mm -hmm. there ha it has like that kind of look to it except it does it's not a filter it's like it's like it's hard to describe it's made with purpose for the game's aesthetic and the game's world it's not just a filter that not just an overlay on the on the 
game. Yeah. Um, and that's where kind of like that Geometry Wars thing kind of comes in, where that like light bright kind of vibe comes in. Yeah. It uh, man, I it's, want. I, I think this is gonna be something like really fucking special that's, when it comes out. That's exactly what I told Dan. I yeah. was like, this is like ah man. I, I think it's gonna it's gonna like take over. I think. That, I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. Honestly, because this I'm so excited to see what else they can present as far as like not only mechanically but this game is just I can't express enough how visually pleasing this game is yeah it's stunning yeah uh, I think Austin drafted it for Fantasy Critic right one of us did yeah well I if it's nobody in this room hey Chappie cool uh, it ain't coming out this year <laughs> so he what he there was a hard maybe like super emphasis so I, I got a more a more uh, genuine uh Probably not this year. Ah, yeah, I got a maybe late twenty three, early twenty four. Yeah, emphasis on the maybe. Yeah, when it's ready, quote unquote, which is great. Don't put a game yeah. out if it's not ready. Yep, right. That's who with Donkey. They were saying like he's very like, like the their team doesn't um like the Donkey team doesn't really like have any creative control or anything, which is good. Like they're letting yeah. the devs like just or the dev uh-huh. do his thing, which is great. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, you, like, Donkey, like, the team will, like, make suggestions. Big Mode makes suggestions, but, like, they don't force anything upon them, which is fantastic. Which, again, pleasant surprise, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Kyle. Hi. I gotta keep saying that chair is awful, so I gotta keep saying that. <laughs> you wanna trade? If you want. Yeah. That'd be great. Bed it up, man. Bed up. Bed up is soft and loving. Oh. What did I play? Uh, I'm going to save Mina the Hollower for tomorrow. Oh, after we all play? Sure. Yes. Uh, but, spoiler, it's real good. It sure is uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable, right? Um, so I'm going to go to the floor side. a game floor in floor. Pax Rising. It's called Strayed Lights. Uh, it's the team's first game. Um, it's a parry-first combat system. Meaning, there is an attack, but it's like does nothing. And oh. So, you are there, you're a lost piece of light. Um, same. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say same. <laughs> How do you know me so well? I Came just do. Came from a bud, lost piece of light. Yeah. You know. Crawl um, <laughs> it, it, jokingly, remind me of Kingdom Hearts because there's a darkness that you're fighting. As one does. As you one really does. You really know me well. Exactly. Um, but it teaches you to parry and to, you know, time everything by parrying, you heal and you also build up a bar at the bottom. When the bar fills, you can do, I think is LT left trigger. And then it like explodes, uh, area effects and then it destroys the monster. So basically you got to build that meter up to get rid of the enemies. Cool. Um, and the enemies are constantly changing color from orange to purple, uh, or orange to blue. And so if you are currently in the orange color yourself and the enemy is blue, you have to switch to blue to parry. Or else it, you're going to get dealt major damage and you won't heal. Um, so it'll be one thing like where enemy attacks with orange. And then the next attack is blue, so you have to parry, change color, parry, change color. So there's a rhythm to it, mm-hmm. which makes sense because they're inspired by Sekiro. And that's all I hear about is the 
rhythm based kind of yeah rhythm parries like system for that um yeah it's super cool if you're if you like a good parry love a good parry no that's a lie i don't like parries no you don't <laughs> no i'm not a parry i'm not a parry boy i yeah. love parries yeah yeah how do, you feel, how do you feel about parrots parrots yeah really 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 lukewarm <laughs> <laughs> i used to know a parrot well, that, <laughs> what was his name <laughs> i don't i think it was baby actually were you oh. acquainted or were you friends uh so we so were acquainted funny. and there i'll tell you about this not on the podcast Oh. It's one of those stories. Oh god! Oh, god. No, oh boy. But yeah, that's straight lights. Cool. I don't have much more to say. Cool. Nice. Kelsey got something. I got a lot of things. Like what? Um, D N T. Crippling depression, anxiety. Oh, yeah. Why is that the first thing I thought of, though? I love that game. <laughs> I played them that. I, I I need a new game. I've played too much. <laughs> well, I'm, somehow I'm working on New Game Plus on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Got the platinum. I'm going to GDQ to speedrun depression. <laughs> oh, my hair's stuck on something. What have I got? Um, you played the... Um... Well, no. I talked to the owner of D&T. I know it's not our normal thing, but, you know, it was just really cool seeing, seeing all the different keys, seeing, like, this guy's, like, passion behind his business. It's really cool, and yeah, I, I'm not like trying to sell the tea, but I, I thought it was really cool that they're like working on not only a um, this brand to sell tea, but also to inspire people playing D and D. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's cool. Do you play a plant game? Is that like a beverage company? Kyle, I was segueing to that. Oh, yeah. oh I'm sorry. It's a tea company. Like a tea, like actual real tea, not. Tea. Oh, well, tea and tea. Sipping tea. Tea. <laughs> tea. Wow, that was great. This is for audio people. There you go. There's the tea. Mike is crunching the tea. There's oh, the tea. please, please read the name of the tea. Horace Frolic. <laughs> Would you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> Horace Frolic. <laughs> Advantage on survival checks. Ooh. I like Kyle's ooh. That's good. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Um, go ahead. Oh, well, go ahead. No, you go. Ask your question. You go. No, no, now I need to know. No, I'm... Ask the damn question. Please, please go. <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody go. Go. <laughs> um, so as Kyle, as Kyle uh, ruined it, ruined my segue. Yeah. Um, tea plants. I also played Strange Horticulture. Um, mm. It is currently out. Um, if you're at Pax East, it's on sale. So buy it at a discounted rate, or just buy it in general. Um, it was a lot of fun. You're managing a plant shop, flower shop, in this, like, town where it seems like everybody's super fucking negative. Um, and, like, they make a point to say that multiple times, like, everybody in this town is miserable. Everybody's negative. I'm like, oh, same. Um, <laughs> and it's like, I didn't get, like, super far because the demo is pretty short. Um, but you're... Yeah, you're just running this flower shop. You have some, it's a lot of like weird plants, hence strange horticulture. Um, Get out of here. Oh, really? I know. And they're talking about like witches in the woods. And I'm like, Ooh. Ooh. So it's like business management? Yes. Okay. Do you ever leave the store in the demo? In the demo, you, I mean, you look at the map, you click like you're going to leave. Uh huh. 
and it I don't think you're actually leaving, but it gotcha. acts like it does like the black screen fade back into uh, the like okay. you left and came back. Got it. All is right. this like top down, first person, is it modern? Is it a fantasy world? Um, it's literally just I don't even know how to describe it. Like there's a couple different windows. There's a window here that is just two shelves full of flowers. There's a window here that's where your customers are. You got like a little box full of your stuff. And then like a table right there. It's like quadrants in yeah, the machine that yeah. you're just managing all at the same time? Yes, but they all tie into each other. So like you pull your plant from here and you give it to the customer. You pull your book from here, you put it on your table to look at what, figure out what plant you need to give to the customer. Are you like learning how to plant new plants or? Not in the demo. Like I didn't plant any new plants, but right. it's like there's some cool like identification. That's cool. That and seems then, like it's educational too. Yeah. At one point, it was like, hey, maybe I should be labeling these plants to keep, to remember what they are. And I was like, fuck. All right, now I got to go label the plants. Um, and, yeah, you learn, like, oh, this this plant is super poisonous. Like, you can't even touch the leaves. And it's like they're real plants and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. And you mentioned, um, who's the publisher? I got nothing. Iceberg Interact Entertainment? Interactive? Okay. Um, you mentioned uh, one of the folks working the booth. They said like they teased like a crazy Doom Blade. Doom Blade. Doom Blade is. She said it's a Metroidvania. Um, she was like, I think this is going to be very special. Iceberg Interactive. Okay. Um, I think I saw that email come in, and it does look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. she said like right now it doesn't seem like there's a lot in the demo, but it. She said it's going to be pretty big. Okay. Um, so something to check out, probably. This event's weekend. at the show floor? Yeah. And this is yeah. Horticulture or Doomblade? Doomblade. Doomblade sounds gnarly. <laughs> yeah, she said it's um, She also said, and she, she was like, this is not me as like an employee. This is me as like a gamer. A gamer. She's like, she also really likes Hellbreach. Hellbreach Vegas. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Or I, I saw the email for that. It's like a, it looks kind of like a Left for Dead-y kind of thing. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Like I only saw zombies a picture in Vegas, because, first person shooter. Yeah. They turned off, they turned off Hellbreach to put Strange Horticulture on for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I would like to just give a quick special shout out to one Matthew Wright who is listening in right now. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Hi, Matthew. <laughs> you did the yes? Yeah. Hi, Matt. I asked him if he wanted to uh, hop on, but he said no. These are these are just for PAX people in attendance. Matt, I miss you. I can't wait to talk to you again. Love you, Matt. Um, Matt, Strange Horticulture was really good. <laughs> right, because I think Matt played it, maybe? I don't know. I, he told me it was out. Yeah, and I was like, no, I want to play it at the show floor. So I have a question for everybody. No. Does anyone have appointments for Toxic Crusaders? I don't. Kind of. Because if not... I'm sorry, how do you kind of have an appointment? I'm meeting with him for Vicarious, but he does something separate, but I'm also going to check out... Oh, okay. I would like to play that all together and talk about it, because it's definitely one of those games, and it is 100% you and Kyle's game. Oh, um, yeah, I'd imagine. To bite off of this, can we... I don't know if we can all play. I assume we can all play. Can we play together... Um, extremely powerful capybara. Oh, I'm sure. sure with it. Because <laughs> it looks like it's like a four-ish person survivor. I could yeah. be completely wrong. Is it? I'm now very into oh, survivors. Oh, yes. Yeah, Kelsey discovered a, a new... Uh, a new passion. A new addiction. Uh, survivors uh, likes. 
friend of the show, Stephen Fontana of uh, Dual Screens, told me about that game. And yeah, it is a multiplayer Survivors. That's really cool. I don't it even know what Survivors is. Vampire right? Survivors. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Survivors. Yeah, yeah. What's... Hmm, never mind. Not gonna go down that rabbit hole. There's a game Cap where... Hole? There's a game Cap where you're Marvel. some sort of marsupial or mammal and you're Cap controlling Marvel. a mech. Kangaroo Jack. That's a movie. <laughs> I saw... I is it there... I think it was there last year. Yes, oh. we played that game with the frog. Oh, oh yeah, it was a frog. Shoulder of Giants. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, it's frogs out. are not marsupials. I know. I, 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 so, okay. I know. Yeah, they got a frog with a pouch. Hey, what kind of dog was dog? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I have that information on hand if you really want. No, I don't. Well, you ask. I'm so. sorry. Uh, there was also, um, what was the game you showed me the card? You are like, oh, this is a good Extra Life game. You mentioned it also. Robots. Not Broombots. That was one. But that's one of them. Like I um, mentioned it? Poltergeist something? Polter, guys? Poltergeist. Pro, poltergeist. Yeah. Something we gotta check out also. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like, and this is just from watching the trailer and a little bit and people kind of playing it. It looks like you're everybody's ghosts, I assume, poltergeists. Mm-hmm. And you're battling each other in a little arena. There's well, all like the power-ups and stuff. And then there's your, but at the same time, you're also trying to survive the monster. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's the monster, the human inside the house? No, it's like an actual, like, it looks like shadow figure. Oh. The shadow man. It, but it's like cartoony. It looks really cute. It looks really fun. The shadows of your shadow man. Yes. Oh, I wish. Um, you mentioned Steve Fontana, really quick tangent. Uh, didn't tell you this. When we were walking to the Maiden Mass party. Mm-hmm. We're walking down the street. We get to a corner. At the same fucking time, <laughs> I walk into Miss Envy. And we oh. just, we lock eyes. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it was like, Envy, uh, Emily from Triple Point, who is running the alchemy party on okay. s- tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, on tomorrow. And uh, Steve and Andy and then a couple other people. Oh. <laughs> it was just so weird. It was like, at literally like stepping on the curb at the exact same time. And then we ran into them again. Yeah. That's it, yes. That's it. I love that. Yeah, it was fucking great. Yeah. You. Oh, me? You. Oh, me. You. Uh, I played Wargroove 2 during the media hour, which I didn't realize was going to be here. Uh, Wargroove, if y'all don't... Oh, calm down out there. Jesus Christ. Don't use some words anyway. Uh, the rooms are not as soundproof as you think. Oh, they're not? I could hear you guys out in the hall. Oh, really? I mean, I was just standing outside. Paul's advertisement years, though. <laughs> um, Coming for you. Wargroove is a tactics game in the vein of Advance Wars that came out. It was really big on Switch a few years back, maybe. Uh, sequel just got announced recently. It seems like it's just taking what Wargroove did, but like honing in and like kind of like tying up a little loose ends and like just perfecting the formula. Um, the big thing that they are showing off here at PAX East is their conquest mode, which is a ro- uh, roguelike mode. Oh. So it's a tactics roguelike mode, Ooh. which is something I've never seen done before. Are there still dogs? Uh, there are dogs. Sweet. Um, and it's, it's, uh, I mean, it, it's the kind of roguelike where you are it does like the Mario overworld map kind of thing it has like the branching paths and you get to choose which path you want to go to and each path is a different circumstance slash battle with different awards awards rewards (laughs) um 
Yeah, you do a battle. Uh, they're very bite-sized, which is the focus on here, because mm -hmm. one of the critiques they got from the base game is that like matches could take like 40 minutes. You could die, oh. and then you have to like redo it. So they were experimenting with a way to do like really bite-sized tactics, like turn-based tactics mm -hmm. matches. So like these little crusades or whatever, these conquests that they call them, um, they only take like five minutes, if that. Um, which is my kind of tactics game. I really enjoy that. Uh, once you beat it, you can recruit new uh, units. So you could like, I, I think I had the option of like spearmen, dogs, and knights, I think. And that's kind of like, you just go through this branching path, roguelike kind of thing, and mm -hmm. you're just like getting new recruits on the way. Um, it's really good. Like the original Wargroove war is great. Um, and funny enough, me and Matt also just bought the original on uh, Steam for the Steam Deck because <laughs> after the sequel got announced, it went on sale. We're like, oh yeah, we should go back to Wargroove. It's great. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I'm not a turn-based tactics person, but for whatever reason, Wargroove clicks for me. Sweet. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited that there is a more bite-sized mode just to get kind of like, because once in a while I feel that turn-based tactics itch. So it's nice that like I don't have to invest like an hour of gameplay just for one match. It's like kind of the problem I have with like Fire Emblem and stuff also. So I'm glad there's like a bite-sized kind of thing coming coming our way. So it's really cool. See? Yeah. So if you like Wargroove, Wargroove 2 seems to be better. More which is great. Ask for. What more do you ask for? More Wargroove. Is Stella in there? Who? Stella. She got a groove back. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Justin, you seemed excited about saying something. I wanted to ask if you played um, Rightfully Bury Arms. I did. Kyle did. Kalito did. Kalito. Kalito. <laughs> Are you a bullet hell person, Kyle? Because I'm not, so... Uh, not really, but I like. I won't say no to a bullet hell. Right, that's where I was at as yeah. well. This is a fun game. Yeah. And I don't know how to compare it to other bullet hells because I don't really like. I'm not avidly going out and playing every bullet. The hell dev game. was describing Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, I was gonna say it's very Gungeon. Yeah. yeah. As being like the base of inspiration behind it. So, I like how funny it is. Yes. I like that. <laughs> Guns have sex appeal stats. Yes. Like, <laughs> to what extent does this actually matter? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was just, I don't know. I, I, I'm not familiar with Bullet Hell, so I can't sit here and be like, this is the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. But what I played was really difficult and it really was very hard. hard. But what I liked about it is that it wasn't, it gave me, and this might be a common thing in Bullet Hells, but it gave me the Souls-like experience where I start off getting my ass beat. Yeah. Sure. And then by like 15, 20 minutes in, I'm <clears throat> dashing and slowing down time and like taking out enemy, one single enemy that would give me a problem. <laughs> I'm now facing like six of them and I've strategized how to like slow down and then like dodge in between bullets and start like taking people out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, am I good at this? <laughs> but it had a really cool system where it has these abilities that you can unlock. And there are things called uh, ins inspiration is something you gather. And it's crazy because you can have seven buffs and seven debuffs all actively going on at the same time. But if you die, those debuffs aren't, it's not a debuff to you, it's buffs to your enemies. Yeah, so I every think time they called die, it the calamity yeah, mechanic. Calamities. I have it in my notes yep. as they're a bitch. <laughs> because I had several stats against me. But it's really interesting because all the, um, 
the inspiration can give you permanent upgrades, but the abilities that you're getting outside of inspiration, the stuff that you're purchasing, has a very interesting system to it, and I don't know if Gungeon is like this or not, but when you use them, it takes a portion of your health. Yeah, they and, call it gambits. Yeah, and it's meant to be like gambling. He okay. said it's almost like putting a down, uh, a down, a deposit down at a hotel room. Like you lay mm -hmm. all your X amount of health down when you use this, and if you clear the room, you'll get that health back. Yeah, with the hotel, I gave a lot of health for the fucking hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Four hundred dollars worth of fucking health. But it's a really cool concept because it's. Not only like nerve wracking, as if a bullet hell wasn't already nerve wracking yeah. enough, but for me, having not been familiar with bullet hells and games that are like similar, I would find myself on like the edge of a knife and be like, okay, this is it. And I would use like two abilities. I would slow down time and then also speed up my gun rate or whatever. And my health would just. And I'm in a room full of bullets that are absolutely going to kill me if I get yeah. hit once now. And then I, you clear the room with these abilities, get your toy crate because everything in the game is very like it's funny because it's all like death and craziness but yeah. it's also very like he weird. mentioned it was the premise of a kid playing with his teddy oh that's cool and 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 uh i forgot there's another character in there but yeah it's like from the eyes of a kid i did not know that yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah that's why it's there's so many puns and the name sense. of the game and whatnot that's fun <laughs> but yeah it's it's cool because like uh, that was my grand. That was my big moment. Was when I cleared that room and got the crate, the rewards, the sound effects, and watched my health fill back up. I was like, I am God. <laughs> like, it was great. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's fun. Nice. Yeah. Right. Also, great, great dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Very Chris, so. great. He uh, follows us now. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Um, yeah, it was nice to. We talked like. A few months ago, and um, it was nice to like finally link up with him and actually meet in person after just chatting online and whatnot. Uh, Kelsey, did you play anything else today? Um, anything else you want to? I know most of your. I know like tomorrow you're playing like, <laughs> Shumi and stuff. We could talk about Shumi a little bit. I won't talk about Shumi. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll hold Shumi till. Okay. After your appointment, then. Hold Shumi. Hold Shumi. I wish. Oh my I God. would love to hold Shumi. Yeah. Um. I, I saw Turnip Boy robs a bank, but I'm gonna. <laughs> oh wait, play it was tomorrow. It was on the floor. Yeah, it's on yeah. the floor. Oh okay, I thought it was only at Made of Master. No, I thought no, so it's, too, but it's then there. Oh, okay, yeah, while yeah. I was okay, so we'll talk about buying it my also. pin. Yeah, I can um, talk about Hell of an Office. I could also talk about it. I, I, I forgot to. I. I'm sorry. Was, was Did there I something? play anything else? Oh, I played Broombots. Broombots. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I played Broombots. Um, it's very similar to. The show BattleBots, but hmm. they're Roombas. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's got go-kart handling. No, awesome. not go-kart handling. It's like sliding? Yes. Okay, yeah. It was sliding. No, RC car. There it is. Oh, okay. So you use the sticks like mm. independently. It was a little confusing at first, but once I like got the hang of it, I was like, oh, okay. Um, there's a lot of different maps. Like I was in a diner. Mm -hmm. Um are you trying to knock them off the stage, or...? You're essentially trying to kill them <coughs> one way or another. Okay. Um, the main way is popping their balloon with oh. your weapon. Okay. Well, it's like could, Mario Kart 64 yeah. battle mode? Fuck yeah. yeah. Could be a spork, could be a pencil, <laughs> All right. could be a bread knife. Sorry, Mario Party is the balloon-specific one that I'm thinking of. 
Mario Kart also has balloon battles. Yeah, but you're not yeah. popping the balloons in Mario Kart. Oh, fair. Yeah. You're getting hit by them. Like, the that's oh, just yeah. your lives. But, like, there is a Mario Party thing where you have to actually, like, ran, run into the back of each car and pop balloons. Thank you. Anyways, so that's um, beside the point. <laughs> so, it was cool. Um, there's a couple different modes. I only played, like, the base one where you're learning how to play, but there's also, like, um, kind of like a King of the Hill. No. Well, that's what he said, King of the Hill. And then I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. Oh, Thunder the Show. <laughs> that, my brain is... That, that is a mode. In it is okay. a mode, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. that's... Okay. Because I'm like, wait a minute, pocket sand? Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, it, was, it was really good. There was a weird amount of customization options uh, for Roomba. And... They also, when you die, you explode into a bunch of, like, bits and bubbles cool. and pieces of Roomba. Bits and bubbles. Um, he bubble. said that he was laughing. He's, I, don't, I assume this was just, like, I don't know, a PR person, somebody working the booth. I'm not sure. Um, he said that the dev, when he was making the game, kind of put in a little twisted thing where you could just vacuum up the, essentially, the bits of your dead, <laughs> dead friend. I like That's that. Cool. Yeah. Um, but there are also, like, just map hazards. I fell into a puddle and died. Oh. Yeah. Those puddles. I hate, puddles. I hate when that happens to me. <laughs> and you can end in a, uh, you can end in a tie and then you go to sudden death. Oh, where you're okay. on, like, a fiery platform. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned it'll be good at, uh, extra life. It'll be very yeah. good at extra life. Cool. Because it's, it's just the right amount of, like, frustrating where Chaos. you start screaming. And it's a gang beast with Roombas. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I was about to say something I am definitely not allowed to say. No. <laughs> uh, oh, Mike. We're, no we're all adults here. Um, that's cool. I'm yeah. excited to check it out. The way you just said that's cool. That's, that's cool. cool. That's that's cool. cool. That's cool. That's fine, I guess. Q, K-E-W-L. Q. Um. <laughs> Shut up. So, hell of an office? Sure, let's talk about hell of an office. I think it's a hell of an office, man. <laughs> Game That's it. Rules. Yeah. It's awesome. If you like neon white and that kind of style, platforming, speedrunning kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's literally neon white. Man. That's it. Yeah. With a stapler. With a stapler. A, yeah. a stapler for a gun that you use to like boost up and jump. Um, Which the whole game stems from, apparently. Yes. Yeah, that's what you mentioned. Like, like we just wanted a stapler as a, as gun. a gun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then it came up with this whole concept of like, yeah, you're navigating Hell's office. Yeah. <laughs> and every layer has got a different theme to it. Like the second layer is like. The smokers of the of hell. Yeah, there's like burnt cigarettes just yeah. littering the the land. Funny enough, this is the second game this year that has the same theme of like hell being like a mundane office kind of thing. So like red tape that I played oh, a few weeks yeah, ago, yeah. same kind of concept, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. And have a nice death is also like yeah, have a nice death also. It's like an office setting. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Is there really any more form of hell than an, an office? office? Yeah. Okay. No. It's a single cubicle. Uh, it's super fast paced. Yeah. Um, the best thing this game does is you hit Y and it automatically restarts you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very fast fluid. It's like very yes. instant. There are so many. There are so many times I hit Y on accident. Uh, I hit Y when I completed a level, <laughs> and I couldn't beat the level again. I got like I was getting like annoyed at some point. He's like, "You beat this. You want me to beat this for you?" Yo, I saw. Did you see him play? Yes. Oh no. my god. Well, I had to stop because my hands went numb. Yeah. So it's like, I would love to keep playing. 
I just can't. <laughs> and he took over, and none, I was doing controller, and he got on the mouse and keyboard, and the movements he was making blew my mind. I know. It's, like, ridiculous. <laughs> and you said you originally started on easy mode on that. Yeah, so right? he, he put me, well, first of all, I went to the uh, my appointment time. Babby-ass babby mode. <laughs> I went to the, the appointment where I was supposed to, and the game wasn't ready yet, so I had to come back. And when I came back, I guess somebody else was playing before me, and that person wasn't good at the game, so they put it on easy mode, but never switched it back for me. Don't shame us. Oh, I don't know if it was you. Don't shame us, babies. Oh, there's no shame in the babies. He did tell me, he was like, oh, I'm so glad that you're good at the game. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, And so, like, man, this is a breeze. And then he goes, I'm going to turn it off easy mode, because the lava's supposed to be rising. So easy mode, the lava doesn't rise. Oh, interesting. Um, So the lava's constantly rising in each level, that's why you got to be fast to get to the end. It's so much pressure. And, and the moment he turned it on, I was like, okay, I get it. Uh, yeah, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And uh, it just, it felt natural. Yep. It Zooming around fantastic. and seeing like, oh, there's an arrow that way, obviously. And then just looking and making like split second decisions. Yeah. There, finding like, shortcuts of what platforms yeah. I can just completely miss and still make the, make it happen. Yeah. yeah, like, there's, like, graffiti on, like, walls that you have to, you're yeah. platforming against where, like, it'll tell you, like Kyle was just saying, like, directions. Mm-hmm. Or, like, there'll just be, like, a 180 on the wall. So, you know, you have to, like, hit the stapler, boost up, and then, like, turn around. And then, yeah. like, there's some areas where it's, like, kind of, like, wall jumping back and forth. And it's just, like, 180s at one after the other. Yeah. yeah. It's now, really cool. is it is it as fast-paced in baby mode? Oh, yeah. The only thing oh, that okay. doesn't it's happen just, is no. the lava's not, oh, okay. not gone. Uh, one thing I really liked about it was, like, and it's such a small thing, but I feel like it's a make-or-break thing, at least for me, is, like, how fluid the camera movement is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I can really make something that's supposed to be fast feel like it's yeah. just sluggish. And that was, like, I was able to, like, be sprinting and dashing and look up and then look down and jump, like, yeah. shoot and jump. You felt fast and furious. Yeah. I it, had to go fast. It is a little punishing because so if, if, if you nail it, and you're still slow by what he expects you to be, like, the exit can go under the lava. Yeah. Like, you can completely make it to the end. I so many close calls. And you can't escape because it's underneath the lava. It's gone. Yeah. So you definitely do have to be fast. Um, Every single time I was going, I was, like, ranking, like, in the 30s. Yeah. On the side, like, the fastest times. Yeah. That's it. It definitely promotes, like, replayability or encourages I love that. That's my favorite thing about Neon White. Yeah. Um, There's, like, a... Bronze, silver, gold yep. kind of system. Mm-hmm. He did mention that post-launch they were planning to do like uh, ghost races, so oh, like you sweet. could see like who on your friends list has completed the best time, and you can try and beat. I almost ghost. asked him because I noticed like there were just random staple staples in the ground. Oh yeah, I was like, I wonder if that's from previous runners, like mm. where they kind of like a meat shot the staple. Thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, but yeah, it's awesome and it's out already. Early access. Yeah, so y'all can play it right now. Steam. Only for now? Yeah. And he said he's mentioning he's talking to other consoles. I wonder if it's deck verified. I would love to play it on deck. That seems like a good question. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of deck talk. I know Barry Arms is. He was was saying it just like naturally. Yeah. Yeah, it naturally just worked on deck. That's got to be so relieving. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Even on the PR side, it's wonderful when you load a game onto it, like a early, like a pre-release, like early build or something, and it just works. It's fucking great. Wipe sweat from bro. Yeah. Um, I would like to talk about no, a pseudo sequel to one of my favorite games, my my favorite oh. Vita game, uh, Rift of the Necrodancer. 
oh. was here from Brace Yourself Games. Uh, pseudo sequel to Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah. Uh, fantastic roguelike. More dancing. Yeah, a fantastic roguelike rhythm dungeon crawler. Um, Rift of the Necrodancer, very different game. Rift of the Necrodancer is essentially. Step- How many times do you say the title? Rift of, of the Necrodancer. Like Thirty seconds. Rift, so Rift of the Necrodancer. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, what was it called? Well, not Crypt of the Necrodancer. Rift of the Necrodancer. Got it. Like with an R. With an R. Rift of the Necrodancer. Rift of the Necrodancer. Yeah, yeah. Rift of the Necrodancer. Not Grift. Not Grift. Yeah, we're it's not, not Necromancer. No, 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 not Necromancer. Oh. Dancer. Rift of the Necrodancer. 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 So just to be sure, Rift of the Necromancer. Dancer. Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's essentially. What the, fuck is this? Ha- what is the actual title? Rift of the Necro Dancer. <laughs> okay. How was that, Matt? Was that unhinged? So <laughs> was that right? live person. Um, it's uh, so Crypt was a dungeon crawler, and you had to. The combat was to the rhythm of the music. No, Crypt was Necromancer. No, it was Dancer. No, it was Dancer. Oh, it was Dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the kind of plan where it's like it's ah, rhythm, rhythm right, dancing. Right, right, right. Okay, um, now you're in a rift. Yeah, got it. This is, it's essentially Step Mania. So it's like kind of like, or DDR, except like mm-hmm. with key, like the keys. Yeah, I knew what it was. You didn't have to look at me when you said that. I, well, looking at the room. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the, the uh, enemies come down like a guitar hero lane, and oh. you are attacking to left, up, and right Ooh, on sweet. the keypad, okay. uh, all in rhythm, uh, to the fantastic soundtrack that was featured in uh, Crypt, uh, which I got the vinyl for today. I amended a big error from uh, last year's packs where I saw it, I passed on it, then I wanted it, and it was gone. This <laughs> so, is original soundtrack. Yeah, it's next to okay. somewhere. Um, the game fucking rules it's so fun and i thought i was like concerned that it was gonna get too old too quickly but um all the enemies have different um i guess abilities slash actions that they kind of or attributes i guess is the, the way to put it so, like, there's standard, like, little slime enemies that you hit it once and mm-hmm. you're good. Like, those are, like, the little blue slimes. The yellow slimes, they will, like, you hit it and then they'll go back a step and they'll come back and back again. So, you have to hit them, like, three times. Okay. There are bats that will, um, like, let's say the uh, there's a bat coming down the left lane and he's facing right. You hit him on the left lane, he'll jump back into the center or he'll jump to the right and then you have to hit him center. And there's golden bats that do it three times. Um, there's zombies that will jump across the lanes like as they're coming down. Uh, so it really plays around with the Guitar Hero-esque kind of thing or the Step Mania-esque kind of uh, mm-hmm. action. Um, there are also... The, there was also like an interstitial where like you are... Uh, you're doing yoga. And like you have to do like different yoga poses but it's the same just left, right, left up, uh, right kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's also I the, the demo ended with a boss battle. It's like a just like a one on one kind of thing where you're dodging and then like you dodge and you throw off the the boss and like you have to hit up to attack all in rhythm. Um, and it's really freaking fun. I just, I did not want to stop playing it, which is what I sus- what I expect out of that team. Now the team is just um, they know rhythm very well. Of the night. Yeah. The night. Um, I forgot to mention, like, sometimes you could, it's not always just one enemy, like, it does get a little more difficult, uh, as you move on, 
where two enemies will come at once in lanes and like it, it gets really chaotic when there are these enemies that have like the different attributes where they are jumping from lane to lane and it really it like it confuses your hands mm-hmm. <laughs> until you get used to it um what i like a lot also if like if there's at any point if there's enemies like in all the lanes all three lanes you just hit down and that's like a power like sweet um but yeah it's really good if you like rhythm games like yeah definitely keep rift of the necker dancer on your radar you don't have to play crypt so i think you should play crypt crypt is fucking fantastic mm-hmm. so crypt um, is the dungeon crawler crypt is the dungeon crawler rift is so she yeah your main character does <laughs> that's crazy your main character has a guitar also that's okay. cool uh cadence yeah i say who's rift, the main you say character. rift and i immediately think about a portal but you're yeah. describing guitar yeah. and i'm like oh wait, yeah. fretboards <laughs> but yeah it is dope sweet I can't wait for it i love that studio so much usb tool yeah great app <laughs> what you got you want to talk about Aliens? Aliens? We can talk about aliens. You want to talk about aliens? Do you think they exist? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You played the new aliens game? Hominid. Oh, I thought you said the the colonial. No, no. The other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Which is here, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I didn't play it. I immediately don't care. (laughs) Is that the tactics one? I think so. Yeah, I definitely don't care. The one where it has a really cool trailer and then the gameplay started. We're like, oh, that's a bummer. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we, I played Alien Hominid Invasion from the Behemoth. Uh, I first played it from the Behemoth. behemoth. That's right. There is a Behemoth on the show floor. That's fucking big. (gasps) That's why they couldn't fit that many games. His his name is Bill. Bill the Behemoth. Bill the Behemoth. We both played it back in 2020. Yeah. Um, what, it's hard to describe what. Differences. So, Alien so, Hominid OG is it's an old Newgrounds. If you're unfamiliar, it's an old Newgrounds flash game. Flash plat, uh, sort of like side scrolling beat 'em up yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um, very punishing, like one hit kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it, something like I like if Matt is still listening. It's like something me and Matt definitely grew up on. Like that that defined our like Newgrounds days. Like yeah. growing up, like in elementary school or whatever. That's one of the first Flash games you really like. Same. I like, Flash on the map. Yeah, it really did. Um, it eventually came to like Xbox Live Arcade um, PS2, and PS2, yeah, um, and yeah, that that studio went on to do Castle Crashers, which I would say arguably is their biggest hit. Um, also, Battle Block Theater, theater. Um, and yeah, they typically were on track or they were in like a rhythm where they just were only doing new IP, but um, yeah, they their next game is. Not a sequel to Alien Hominid. It's kind of like a pseudo reimagining, I guess. So, I feel like they say it's not a sequel. Yeah. But they do say it's a continuation. Yes. So, for those that have played the original Alien Hominid, the inciting incident that starts that game off, your alien ship getting shot down. Yeah. Um, Ian, who we spoke with today, Ian, said yeah. that essentially. Producer? Uh, developer. Oh, he's one of the devs, okay. Yeah. Um, so his description of it was, it's not a sequel, sort of a pseudo-continuation. That inciting incident in the first game gets broadcasted back to the mothership, which is way yeah. out in space. And it has taken, since the first game came out... Oh, I missed that. That's incredible. The mothership has taken all this time to finally get to Earth, and now the retaliation for shooting that ship <laughs> down is this invasion. Yeah. So that's the whole premise of the game. Not a sequel, but kind of like a... 
reboot spiritual successor kind of. so it, it's a different kind of game it's not a side scrolling beat em up anymore really no. it's still like the same gameplay mechanics where you are just moving left and right and you're shooting around but it's a lot more fluid it's a lot more free and you can go wherever you want yeah um and how do you describe it? you said it was like a big party so yeah it's kind of like no pun intended it feels like an invasion it really does what it is is you are on an overworld, which is separated into segments that they call city blocks. Yeah. And you go into those blocks, and they're not procedurally generated. He was very like adamant about that. But they are handcrafted chunks of level that are randomly put together yeah. and placed. And each time you go into it, you can go in with friends. There's co-op. There is um, it's either couch or online. And there are objectives that you can complete. And pretty much rack up a score. Yeah. You can't beat the level until you complete the objectives and yeah. extract, but you can stay in the level for as long as you want. But the longer you stay in, the more aggressive the enemies get. So it yeah, so there's a frenzy. Yeah, so there's like a, a bar on the bottom where and they're explicitly clear it says like as time goes on, like it'll get more difficult and oh boy it gets more difficult. Yeah. Um yeah, like you were saying, like I love the level I jumped into, it's like there's like 30 little aliens just falling from the sky and you were just attacking all the security uh, or the FBI agents or whatever. It is so chaotic. I love it. And like there are times where like a little alien NPC buddy will like carry me and like like I'm firing around on his back and stuff. It's just so wild. I Again, like yeah, like I was saying earlier, he described it as a big party. Like yeah, it's, it's like a it big is. just party on earth that you're just slaying shit. Uh, some of the objectives that you're doing are you're like collecting, I guess it's like federal documents in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to shred. That's shredder. illegal. Yeah, they have to put in the shredder, which is great. Um, you will get like trapped in a section where you have to like, just like survive for like a minute or whatever. You have to take down a certain number of enemies. Um, just like random little objectives that'll pop up on the screen. It'll guide you whether like where you should go left, right, up. Right. But again, like the original Alien Hominid, where it is literally like move from left to right until you get to the boss. This is very like freeform. Like it's yeah. very again very fluid, very freeform, very how you want to do it. How you want to do it. And if you fail an objective, like it's okay. Another one will pop up. But the consequence of that is that as time moves on, the game gets more difficult. So you're gonna have a harder time. Mm-hmm. I also like something that Alien Hominid is pretty notorious for is how brutal it could be the difficulty um so like i think it was one shot one kill like, yeah yeah back in the day. it's a one and done um this is not that which is great um and the boss battles back in the day with alien hominid brutal these like i got to the boss i did not have to fight the boss i could go just back up to the mothership and i was good i could go to the next city block if i wanted to yeah i'm sure i would have got like bonuses and score like a better score or something like that but i was like on my last life and i just needed to like bounce something um, that's continue. yeah that's something that he was saying that was like a big focus they wanted this version of the game this this continuation to be more approachable especially for more modern audiences yeah one thing i found really interesting is kind of like to tack onto that when i was talking to him he pretty much was talking about how hd was disappearing and uh the original like like not only the game like alien hominid hd the the port or whatever. yeah yeah was actually like being delisted and disappearing all over the place and Dan Paladin was asking like how would we make Alien Hominid if we made it today yeah and that led to like the cosmetics the movement the stat aspects is like let's implement this 20 years of development experience we have back into what got us here to begin with yeah 
and I, it's like how you want to play seems like the biggest feature to it. Yeah. The, um, all the aliens are fully customizable from colors to cosmetics like hats and hairs to even now weapons. There's loadouts. Yeah. There's mutations you can get that act as ultimate moves. There's abilities that you can get that act as like abilities like gear, equipment, <laughs> grenades, things like that. Some of them actually are like abilities. Some of them are like gear. But it's cool because it won't always marry the way that you might think it would. But Ian was talking about, I brought it up, that you could have potentially a symbiotic relationship with whoever your partner, whoever your three partners are. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm going in with extra robot damage and this submachine gun or like this automatic weapon. If you come in with like a big blast, like a shotgun or a rocket and use healing attributes, we'll be able to take out this thing much faster. And since every level has its own objectives, it turns into like, you'll always have this level of like tactical advantage where it's like, yeah, I know we can do this, but mm. you're never actually gonna be on top of things because everything's <laughs> always like chaos. Yeah, and it's like, we say it's like chaos. I mean, obviously we like, we know what chaotic games are. This yeah. is, it's like pure fucking chaos. It's like mayhem. Mm. Just like, I'm shocked it's the game. track. I'm shocked the game runs as well as it does. Yeah. Like there are no hiccups, no hitches, like, Smooth. It's, it's super smooth. It's like smooth as I, th- I think it was. I think I was playing it. No, it was, it was probably lock thirty. Um, the biggest compliments I could give it, despite what you just said, like how much they've added onto it, like the the mutations, the abilities, it's still inherently alien hominid. Yeah. Like it felt like I was back on new grounds playing the original again. Yeah. Like I like it. I felt like it's just a natural progression of like just stepping into Which is an old nostalgic game even like but it still felt modern fluid like the, the it felt like the momentum was there like it, it felt like uh just like i feel like if i go back like i haven't played i maybe like a couple years ago i, I jumped into alien hominid again just mm-hmm. it's one of those games i jump into every once in a while i'm sure like now after i've played invasion i'll feel the age of the original um but yeah no it, it feels fantastic if anybody i think new Players both new and old are going to really uh, latch onto this. I, I think it's going to spark what made the Behemoth such a special studio to begin with. Honestly, yeah, this is kind of a testament to what the Behemoth is, in my yeah. opinion. I, I, all I, the comedic stuff is still oh, there. It's so good. Just, the whole game opens up with a kid like licking his ice cream, and the FBI agent just and like, I love, knock it out of his hands. So that whole aspect also, it's like such a cool little, I guess, nod to the original, because like the kid is like working for the aliens now like he is like he's part of like the like, once you complete a city block you could go like to your hideouts or whatever and like see what you've unlocked and whatnot mm-hmm. um like the kid is in the hideouts and he's like actively working for the aliens and stuff it's so cool i love that i love that i noticed that um the training level this was a fun like i grew up on castle crashers the same way you grew up on hominid yeah and i must have played through that game more times than i blinked to be honest like it's wild but the first mission boss the first boss you fight in castle crashers once you cross the ocean and get to the yeah. second half of the game are the aliens yeah and one of the final missions in that is in their ufo you're in the cockpit fighting right. the waves the training level in that game is the cockpit to the ship that's awesome i didn't castle realize crashers. that that's now, so funny there's tiny differences like there aren't chairs and like sure. some of the monitors are different but it is the same like windshield shape the pillars, the That's like, awesome. it's. I was like, man, you guys are on it. They're such a special studio. I feel like every time they release a game, it's like it's an event. Yeah. At least, like, it's not like deservedly like so. It ain't Call of Duty or anything, but like every time a Behemoth game comes out, like Castle Crashers was a thing. I feel like Battle Block Theater was the one that was like kind of like 
There was a, no, I think it was like Project Four or something like that. I don't remember that. It was like the turn-based strategy game. Yeah, it was something after Battle Block, right? Yeah. And like I feel like that also like didn't really hit. Battle Block was a hard sell. I feel like at the time. Yeah, it was it was tricky. Yeah. Like I think I jumped into it a little bit, but I never really. I had a friend. I think it was multiplayer only, right? I don't know if it was. I actually it might have been because there were challenges where you needed multiple people. Yeah. It was strange because it was like cooperative, but also like I can stab you in the back. <laughs> it's a crazy yeah. thing. But yeah, this game is Alien it's Hominid great. Invasion is A1. It's exactly, if you're looking for more Alien Hominid except modern, this yeah. is it. I'm excited for new people to jump in because I'm sure there's so many people that don't know what the hell Alien Hominid is because we're just at that point. Right. Because it's been 20 years. Yeah, That's a crazy. long time. 2003. Terrifying to think about. Dude. Man. They are targeting this year. I hope they hit it for the 20th anniversary. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. But he seemed a little, he's like, yeah, we're saying 2023. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I wish you the best of luck. Um, but yeah, it's great. I can't wait for it. You got anything else on your list? I got one more thing. I can write off the, the last three because they're super quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, Game called Born of Bread. Yeah. It's like a... Real quick, with Born of Bread, uh, Kelsey thought... Shut up. <laughs> Kelsey thought from a distance... Uh, it was just an oven. It was just an oven. <laughs> and not, not a screen. I okay. could not a see monitor. the edges of the monitor. That would have been cool. I didn't that have my cool. glasses on. So she thought it was just monitor, monitor, oven, monitor? That's <laughs> well, I funny. thought it was just like they didn't have the game and they were just displaying the little plushies of That's cool. Bread. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um... It's got a Paper Mario aesthetic to it, where you are a flat character in like a 3D world. Um, Same. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of play with like foreground and background and going back and forth between the planes. Yeah, um, I like that. It is a turn-based RPG with like mini games for combat. I've never played a Paper Mario, but I assume that's kind of what it is. Sorry, say that again. I've never played a Paper yeah, Mario. Yeah, what before that? It's a turn-based RPG sure. with mini-game yes. combat. Essentially, yeah. So, like, if you choose, like, a um, an ability, you mash A until you get to yes, the green. Yes, it's or, exactly what Paper Mario is. Or time the attack to get to the green thing. Yes. So that's okay. how you attack the enemies. You de- choose to defend and then time the, the block to gain willpower back to do the moves. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cute. It was fun. I think you lose a lot of uh, <laughs> willpower, which, yes, in real life, I lose a lot yeah, of a lot, a lot um, too quickly. And defending to get it back is only one at a time, and when the attacks do three, I didn't feel like I was replenishing at a fast enough rate. Yeah. Um, but it's super cute. Uh, it's like the story of Pinocchio, where the baker... Needs to bake something for the queen, and out pops uh, a little doughboy yeah. named Loaf. Oh. And you play as Loaf. Yeah, that's it. All work, no play makes me a doughboy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, in that same booth, I then. Even the crumb is yum. I hate that. I <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. The crumb is yum. Stop it. Um, same booth, I then saw Fort Solace yeah. behind closed doors in the first couch of PAX East. Uh-huh. Um, decent couch. Came at a perfect time. Oh, okay. Needed a good couch? Good couch. Good couch. And they gave you a really good 
Yes. Sleepy. Do you think your opinion on the couch is skewed because of its timing? Or do you think you're giving it an honest judgment? I will always view couches in the same way. Did they help my feet and my back? Fair enough. <laughs> Whether I just woke up or not, it's... He's an impartial couch. Exactly. Guy. I like it. You're, you're um, not a couch person. Yeah, the they, demo... they give you tarot cards. It's a good yeah. freebie. Yeah, from a, from a different game. Um, it was a bad demo. Not the game. Just like, it's a game if... I think it was the Game Awards or Summer Game Fest. It was unveiled, like, the Troy Baker and Roger Craig Smith game. Yeah. Where they're voice acting in it. I didn't get to play with headphones. So yeah. I heard the show floor. Even with the TV at max volume, I couldn't hear a damn thing. Yeah. So it was a little bit of a bummer. But the cool thing is um, you're obviously walking around and, like, uh, trying to solve puzzles. Uh, you're on Mars and... The next, the next <laughs> step of the puzzle won't be available to you until you do the previous step. Mm. So I think that will help a lot of people who get stuck in those kind of things. Like it will, you'll very clearly see like the interactable uh, things, the objects in the world. And once you do that, it will unlock a different one. So if in case you're ever like, where do I go? Just look for those circles, and then you'll follow like the breadcrumbs kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited to actually check it out for still real. Talking about bread. Yeah, still talking about bread. It's all about bread. Um, I I hope it's good. I hope the voice acting's great. It's got a good cast. Yeah. Just wish I could have heard it a little bit more. Um, and then the last game I want to talk about is a Corgi's Cozy Hike. Yeah. It is a Mike Tandro ass game. Yeah. Because you like a yeah. short hike. It's based on a short hike, or it's inspired by games like a short hike. And the cool thing is, um, the dev has made a couple other mobile games. I think I have the card somewhere. I have yeah, we played them last year. We um, played them last year. The cool thing about the dev is, the money that they make from the games, part of it goes to animal shelters. Oh, and at sick. the booth, they have like here are all the dogs that we help find a home, and it's all these cute pups, and I love that kind of thing. What about ugly pups? Any ugly pups? There's no ugly pups, mm. in my opinion. Break a differ. Gollum, ugly pup. <laughs> <laughs> Gollum and pups, not too different. In the eyeball. Is this precious it's just like a rawhide bone somewhere? Yeah. Gollum is a pug. Could you, a pug. Imagine, oh. could you imagine a pug with Gollum's head? <laughs> or just oh a my god, god. <laughs> I can't sleep tonight, Justin. Thanks, appreciate or it. Or a normalized pug that barks like Gollum. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. It's like hairless. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the hairless pug. The uh, the gameplay is just you're exploring this like mountainous ra- mountainous range. Um, organic. I love mountainous ranges. Nope, <laughs> not this time. Inorganic. Um, yeah, definitely inorganic. And to build your stamina up to climb mountains and whatnot, you collect corgi butts. Oh, huh? Yeah, like they're just lying around. Severed cheeks, but like a whole butt. <laughs> It's the oh, it's a, just a corgi butt that looks like a heart. Huh. Huh. Oh, like that whole the whole thing. End. Both the ends together. Yeah. Yeah. When they cut up hot dogs. <laughs> no. Uh, it's a sliced cheek. <laughs> it's just a chill time. It's, yeah. It's gorgeous visuals. It looks like a short hike. It has yeah. like that distorted, like Absolutely. lo-fi look. Yeah, yeah. You can sit in the like lounge cha- chairs and uh, the corgi puts sunglasses on. And you just vibe out. That's awesome. Is it the same kind of like art style as a short hike? Like that kind yeah. of like paper mache? Yeah, it's um, 
I would say a little bit uh, brighter than a short hike. If that makes sense, like brighter colors, because I think a short hike are like on the duller autumn side of things. Oh, fair. Browns, More springy like in the corgi game. Dull? Yeah. Browns, oranges, deep reds. That's warm tones. That's what, that's what I meant by dull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, I've been saying organic talking about games. Um, yeah, it was cool. I'm glad I I'm glad I stopped and played it. Yeah, I'll stop at some point whenever I, if I find time. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, guess what way. happened, everybody? I won't tell you. Guess what happened? Uh, why did I make that noise? Take a guess. How do you know what you No, guess? people listening. Oh, uh, well, you that's you. <laughs> you saw what happened. The look of confusion. was <laughs> like, Jesus, I saw it. Kyle, it's 10.15. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> me too. Uh, Justin, do you have anything else? Maybe. Let me check my notes. I don't think I do, to okay. be honest with you. Newts? What? Your newts? No, my, my newts. I wish I had newts. Could you imagine commanding newts? Um, <laughs> it's an army of newts. <laughs> so, What's controlling those, Justin? The played... shittiest superpower. <laughs> Justin, Commander hey, Newt Hyde. Commander Newt? Yeah, Commander Newt. <laughs> That's a Star Wars character. <laughs> So I did Nobody. play Toxic Crusaders, but I do want to play that we'll, with you we'll guys before we talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I don't really think I have anything okay. else. That's okay. I talked to a woman named Lonnie today about a game I'm going to play tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> about a game you called... talked to a woman named Lonnie? Yeah, you didn't let me finish the story. About a game called West Hunt, which seems like an incredibly interesting concept. It's a social deduction game set in the Old West. They said a sexual deduction game. Sexual deduction. Yeah. Sexual deduction. <laughs> no, but uh, to answer your question, to make a short answer very long. No, I okay. don't. You made a long answer very short. The uh, what? final game we'll... Is a short answer very long? Yeah, final game we'll talk about that I played. Uh, played Mini Indie Showcase 2023 selection. Farewell North. Did you cry and will we cry? Will we cry? Will we cry? Will we cry, Mikey? We probably will. Probably will. So similar to Fort Solace, I did. I was able to play with headphones, but the headphones were very low, and I just cried more. And the subtitles. So Moon Eye, our German publisher, the subtitles are all in German, so I couldn't really understand what was happening. But. If you did not watch the showcase yet, so you should do so on 61d.com. What are you doing? Do it! Um, you play Please. as a corgi. Not a corgi, sorry. I got a corgi <laughs> over mine. Um, like corgis. Collie. You play as a collie. It's a collie or a border, border collie? collie? I think it's a collie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looked like a border collie. All right, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's what And <laughs> when you start out, you are you. it's you and your owner, and you are in a very, like, black and gray world you are stark white just figures like you don't really have any detail to you um and your owner is definitely very there's something like again uh, because of the audio situation i couldn't tell what was going on really but your owner is clearly dealing with something like the, she's maybe depression anxiety whatever it may be the big two uh, the big two <laughs> um chestnut. yeah um and you are essentially guiding her on this journey, uh, just through nature and whatnot. It seems like you're going back into like different memories and stuff, like different nostalgic spots in places that she's visited before, maybe. Um, and 
yeah, it's just kind of kind of like solving environmental puzzles. Um, the main gameplay loop is uh, you'll find patches of flowers. You go to the flowers, you bark, and when you bark, like color kind of emanates from you, like a little you scare the flowers. Yeah, color and detail kind of emanate from you, so like detail comes back in the world a little bit. Mm-hmm. The, the collie will like it'll be a fully fleshed out detailed mm-hmm. colored collie, and um. The flowers, like the stark white flowers, turn into actual flowers. You could grab them and you you carry a flower in your mouth and you could bring them to certain other things that need the color back. Like to, they essentially activate like switches or environmental things that will progress the narrative forward. Um, so, for example, the main chunk of the demo, I had to go and there were like three areas of birds that I needed to like. It's like a sound weird. I need to activate, <laughs> like it's such a bring back to life. Um, Resurrect. Yeah, I guess. Um, Reinvigorate. And each one was like the first one was very simple, just like bring the flower to like the bird area, and like you were good. And it circled right. around the owner, and like a thing, like kind of. Happens. It, it looked like there was like just like kind of like disturbing memories of her, like it just would disappear. Um, and there was, like, another one that was, like, near a, well, sorry, the first one, you didn't need the flower, you just kind of walk up to it and you're, you're good. Okay. The second one, uh, a bridge broke apart, or a bridge disappeared, and so you had to bring the flower to the bridge and, like, the bridge would come back. Um, and then the third one, it was, like, a broken up bridge and you had to find, like, a different perspective. So, like, you had to bring the flower, like, I noticed there was a cave that was glowing, so you bring the flower through the cave, it kind of like makes this vine wall disappear mm. and you see the bridge like from a different point of view and it's like put together, like mm-hmm. it's, it's complete and it'll like, that'll like restore the bridge and then you walk to it, you, activate, like, you touch the bird and then once you do that, uh, it kind of makes all the anxieties disappear around the owner and then you get to move on and it okay. just kind of progress the story. Are these obstacles all directly related to the owner, or are they related to another, like, individual characters? All related to the owner. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if, it sounds like the obstacles themselves are, like, allegories for things. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So it's very, yeah, just, like, simple environmental puzzles. Um, And then eventually we got to a point where it seemed like we sat down by a campfire at some point. Sir, I'm talking about dogs. Sound for group. (laughs) Um... Got to a campfire, which was the end of the demo, and, like, you bark, and, like, color just kind of, like, sweeps across the level, and it's, like, you completed it, and, like, kind of, like, seems like you made peace, like, the owner made peace with herself, like, there was something, again, because of the audio situation, I didn't get a total grasp of what was happening, but it seemed like the owner became at peace of, with whatever happened Mm -hmm. in that area, and and what was, like, really bothering her, um, it was really sweet, it's beautiful, It, it plays well, um, there were some moments, like, some of the platforming, like, it it felt like I was going to, like, jump off a fucking ledge accidentally, but <laughs> nothing nothing bad. Like, mm-hmm. it felt it felt good. Like, it felt fun to control the collie and stuff. Sweet. Um, it was really pretty. And, yeah, I'm excited to play through it. And I'm, I'm glad we got it for the showcase. Sounds like a Kyle-ass sad boy game. Yeah. Also developed by a Kyle. Yeah. Kyle's Unite. Holding it down for Kyle, man. Yeah. yeah. He was in Scotland, though. Kai 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 Kai. Double the Kyle. Scottish Kai Kai. Scottish Kai Kai. Kai Kai. It's Rift of the Necro. Rift of the Necro Dancer. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Callback, ladies and gentlemen. Callbacks. (laughs) Yeah, you love it. Um, The final thing before we end, I forgot to talk about. 
and it's something I've wanted for a long time. It's something I've been looking on Etsy for, but it's a real fucking ah, thing now. Yeah, mm. thanks to Kelsey. Kelsey found out at the Devolver booth, they fucking created inscription cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they are so fucking cool. They're very high quality. So we have to go back tomorrow. To see if there's more because different types of packs. It seems like there there may have been like a box or sure. a deck or something. Yeah, I don't entirely know if the box was inscription. Okay. okay. That's ripe to transition into tabletop. 1,000 yeah. I know. That's, that's what it seems like. So <laughs> these aren't... What I expected when I we opened up the this packs, is what they looked like in the game. We I expected just recreations, just like show things, yep. like whatever. These are like legit, like they they got like adapted into like Magic cards yes. or like Yu Gi Oh cards. Are they the same? No, I know they don't look the same, but are they the same? They're the same cards, like oh, yeah. in the sense that like this might look different, but I'm not educated on cards. Like <laughs> the game might the same have same abilities and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. the card, the red eyes black dragon card looks different in yes. the game, but it's still a red eyes black dragon that you're yes. pulling from this pack. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it seems like it's a little more. Did you see them, Justin? I did not. Yeah. Um, and it seems like they are <sighs> light spoilers for inscription. It, it seems like they are mashing all the elements together all into the one. Biomes. Sure, all the biomes yeah. into one cohesive card. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, it's really fucking cool. I really hope that this is a thing that they're trying to do. Absolutely. Do they have... This is so sick. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? And the art the is awesome. I was going to say, the art is like, you should get into card games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is so sick. Do they have... Again, not an educated card game guy. Sure. Do they have, like... You know, like Yu-Gi-Oh has the... The playmats and stuff? Yeah. Is that like a thing in inscription? Or is this like uh, you're just laying them down on the table? In the... Yes. In the game... In the video game inscription, yes. There, there is like a playmat, I guess. For Play like area. Yeah. Like, place your cards here. Right. Yeah, like certain cards in certain places do... Here's a flyer yeah. for reasons. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed it said like space left and right. This attacks that. Yes. Yep. I wonder yes. if they have plans to sell the mat or like... Yeah, that's gonna be like the first thing in the morning. Go go over there and just see see what's up. Just to see. Yeah, and if it's you know priced relatively nice, Price that'll be like the one thing I'd just be like, <laughs> that's like an automatic like fucking yeah, yeah. fucking yeah, fucking uh, yeah. I want to find out who did the art for those cards. It's they're really pretty, and I like body. There are like there's one semi hollow in there. There's a full on holographic card in there. Like they're they really put time and care into it. Uh, the illustrators are on the bottom. Oh, nice. Is it a different illustrator? Uh, is it? That art is like everything. It looks like the same. Marcelo or C. Blanco. What did Marcelo E. Blanco look like? I don't know. There's very small writing down there. Oh, it just says Daniel Mullins Games underneath. Yeah. So. Super cool. Yeah. Definitely want more. Uh, it seems like the, the packs are all the same cards. Yes. Unless we got really lucky. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, what's giving it away is that the packs themselves say 12 additional cards. Mm-hmm. So. It seems like there's What if this is like wave one? I, I mean, have we heard about them before? No. Packs? No. This could be like the big thing. What if this is another entry to the AR NAR game? thing? Oh, like, imagine. That'd be wild. Holy shit, that'd be cool. Another biome? Real life? <laughs> Honestly, like, <laughs> I, would, of existence. I would not be surprised if this is their way to announce DLC. Yeah. I would cool. not be surprised one bit. That'd be cool. The DLC is just life. Life. Yeah. I mean, 
It kind of is already. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Some of the extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta play catch up. That's on my backlog. Dude, it's so good. It is a mind fuck. I like a good mind fuck. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> thank you for listening to our day one PAX East impressions roundup kind of thing. Um, we'll have another episode Peace for you peace. tomorrow with a bunch of more, a bunch of a more, bunch of more, a bunch more. Bunch of more of the game. And Harry will be here. And Harry will be here. Yeah. Yay! Big Lazidis. Can Harry get into the hotel? He oh. said he's coming in at eleven. So okay. We're aiming the ending perfect time. Cool. Awesome. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you are Kisses. at Pax East, uh, come say what's up. Come yeah. say what's up, boy. Boy. <laughs> Uh, we love you very much. We will see you tomorrow. Good night. Goodbye. Bye bye. Until next time. <laughs> Rhythm of the night. Whoa, whoa, night. Oh, 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 oh.